Well, good morning, my friend. It is December the 10th. It is Friday morning, end of the week. Can you believe two weeks from tomorrow is Christmas? I hope that you're doing well. Welcome to the Passion Podcast this morning. Good to have you along with me as we close out this week. And um, as we're closing out, I'm looking at my calendar here. Um, the first full week of December, and hard to believe it almost seems like a little bit longer than that in December, but been a good December. Looking forward to this Sunday at our church as we have um, I Love My Savior Sunday, and I'm looking forward to that, seeing what God can do here um, in the next um, in the next couple of days. Had a great day out soul winning with my son-in-law, Randy Hall. I pick on him quite a bit when I preach. And um, but really, he's a good son-in-law. I hope nobody tells him that I put this on here. That way, he won't he won't brag about it at all. But he really is a good son-in-law, and I appreciate him and his love for the Lord. Desire to do something with his life. Always encouraging to have family that wants to serve the Lord together. And I encourage you, do what you can. Go, you know, the best way to serve the Lord is to do it with your family, or best way to have good family time. Do go serve the Lord together. Get on a bus route together. Um, go sewing in together. Go to church together. Sit together in church together. Have a good time together serving the Lord. Those are great, great times that you'll always remember. I'd encourage you to do so, and um, God will certainly be pleased with that. I want to read to you this morning from Joel chapter 1 and verse 12. The scripture says, The vine is dried up, the vein or the fig tree languisheth. The pomegranate tree, the palm tree also, and the apple tree, even all the trees of the field are withered because joy is withered away from the sons of men. Now, two times um, in this chapter, the word languisheth is used. God says in verse 10, the oil languisheth. Then he says in the verse I just read to you, the fig tree languisheth. To languish means, means to weaken, to decline, to fade away. In other words, the fig tree and the oil didn't immediately disappear. It slowly declined. It was a slow process that often did not sound the alarm, um, um, but it just of it, it, it being diminished until it was almost gone and all or altogether gone. They all of a sudden noticed it was gone. It was just it's just a slow getting away. Now, God didn't use the uh, God didn't just use the word language, but he used the word languages. Now, I want you to understand there's an ETH on the end of language. Um, which is it's the, it, it means to continually languish. In other words, it continually faded away and continually faded away. In other words, um, the oil continually faded away. The fig tree continually declined to its death. Instead of stopping the languishing when it started, they allowed the oil and the fig tree to continue to languish until it was too far gone. Now, it was it was not the eventual death that destroyed the oil and the fig tree. That was not the problem. It was that they didn't stop it when it first started. At the first sign that the oil languished, languisheth or languished, they should have replenished the oil. At the first sign, the fig tree started losing its fruit and dying. They should have purged the tree and fed it so that it could become fruitful again. It was the fact that they allowed the oil and fig tree um, to continually languish that led to the death and disparity of these things. Now, if they were concerned at the first sign of languishing, it would have never died. Now, the oil is always is always a symptom, is always symbolic of the Holy Spirit's power. The fig tree is always symbolic of faith and fruitfulness. In other words, when the Holy Spirit's power begins to languish, languish in your life, 
is when your faith will begin to languish as well, which results in your fruitfulness languishing, which results in you being fruitless. It's If you never let the power of God languish, your faith will never languish and your fruitfulness will continue. Now, you should be just as concerned with the first sign of languishing as you are with the death and disparity uh, of these things. It's the first sign of the church not having fruit, not exercising faith, is when the church needs to go back to getting God's power on them. It's that the first symptom that your fruitfulness begins to languish is when you need to be concerned about your fruitlessness. At the first sign of your faith weakening is when the spiritual alarm should be going off in your head and that something is going wrong in your life. It's the first time you know the power of God is not working in your life as it was before should be the time that you get alone with God and to get a fresh anointing of the Holy Spirit of power upon your life. If you act upon the first time of languishing, you'll never get to the point where you're destitute of faith, fruitlessness, fruitfulness, and God's power. Now, let me ask you, is your faith as vibrant as it's always been? Is it right now just as vibrant? Do you see your vision of faith bigger today than it's ever been? Are you at the peak of fruitfulness in your Christian walk? Are you seeing people saved as you've always seen them getting saved through your soul winning? When your fruit, when your faith vision and fruitfulness begins to languish, my friend, if it's always because you allowed the Holy Spirit power to languish in your life. The answer to keeping yourself from languishing is keeping the power of God on your life through obedience to God's word and yieldedness to the Holy Spirit power. Now, let me just stop and say this. I know a lot of people, they they take they take um, offense when I put um, um, sharp, and I kind of, I don't feel, I don't consider them sharp about a church dying or a generation languishing. And the reason why, one, is because of conviction, but second is because they're, they don't, they're not paying attention to the beginning stage. See, I'm, I'm more concerned about the beginning stage. I'm concerned about the end stage of when it's not there, but I'm concerned about it beginning. Do you know how England got to, the, to where it's at right now? It's when the church went a week or two without seeing someone say. When the pastor just started saying, well, you know, it's just one week and they didn't care. And today, England is now a mission field. Okay, the Middle East. Do you know how the Middle East, okay, the Middle East is where the gospel turned the world upside down for Christ. Now, how can the Middle East be the melting pot of the Muslim hateful religion? How can it be that way? I'll tell you exactly how. It started when churches didn't, didn't take notice of the languishing of the Holy Spirit power, the languishing of fruit, and today the Middle East is no longer a place where the God, we're sending missionaries and their lives are in danger when they go to the Middle East. You know why? Because they didn't start at the beginning. Now, listen to me. There, America is on the same path. And some of you guys out there who like to attack and like to go after me, the reason why is because you're not so winning. You lost God's power. You're more interested in playing and doing everything else. And the truth is, your dead Christianity is killing America. Somewhere we've got to get some people that get back on fire for God and say, I cannot let the fruit languish. I cannot let the power of God just die. Oh, good night. I am so tired of these dead pastors. I'm little squawking because somebody steps on their toes. You need to get right with God just like the people do. 
the fact that you know your code and you're not doing anything and you're playing, that's the reason why our churches are dying. Somewhere preachers need to wake up and preachers need to get on fire for God, get the power of God back upon their life, go build a church in their city and do something mighty for God. That's what we need once again in America. The truth is we're dying in America because people are playing, people are just going through the motions and they're not noticing the languishing that is going on. You notice when the first time you lose God's power, the first week you don't see someone say, that ought to bother you. There ought to be something inside of you that says, it bothers me I'm not seeing somebody say, it bothers me people aren't walking down the aisle. It bothers me my church is diminishing. Oh, it ought to bother us. I was out soul winning yesterday. And there's a church in our town. And it's not a church, quite, it's a Baptist church, but not quite like me. But I'm sure years ago it was. We talked to a gentleman. He's in I mean, large buildings, have eight people going to church every week. Eight people. Now, you know why? Because somewhere somebody didn't take notice of the languishing. They got mad at a preacher like me who get who steps on the toes and they go out there and they, they do their little squawking. Listen to me. Stop squawking. Get on your face. Get right with God. Get the power of God. Where's the desire for God to do something mighty? Oh, I wish somewhere. My heart burns for my country. I see my daughter. They don't have children yet, but if God gives them children, I, I, I'm concerned about the grandchildren. I look at the children of our church, in my church, and I say, oh, somewhere there's got to be a place that's not languishing, that's on fire. The Holy Spirit of God is moving. Souls are being saved. Church is growing. Fruitfulness is abounding. Got to be a place like that. My friend, don't let it languish. At some point, if you see it languishing, don't get mad at the messenger. Why don't you just decide? I'm I'm not going to get mad at the messenger. I'm going to listen to the messenger, get right with God, and see what God can do in my life. Oh, my friend, I hope this is a challenge to you today. Remember this weekend, be good to everybody. Everybody's having a tough time. Have a great weekend, my friend.